0: how was you
1: at today i worked a half day because in the morning we took my aunt to the airport um so yeah, that was literally majority of my weekend just picking up last minute stuff for my sisters my yeah just some stuff that i know that they usually like to get when they come here or mm-hmm. that i usually take to them when i go home um yeah basically so like a lot of um like fragrances my sister there was a lot of like clothes and makeup and I mean naturally a lot of stuff Mm. um my mom was really random she wanted seeds I was like you're really in your old lady bag like seeds (laughs) seeds like so in Botswana I think there's only like two main types of kale seeds that are like easy to find yeah. My mom came with this long list of it and I want this type of kale and this type of kale. There's one like purple leafed kale that I didn't even know existed. And I was like, this is this is such a mom thing to request seeds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there I was up and down looking for these damn seeds, <laughs> child. Cause some of the Amazon like storefronts had them, but they were going to deliver quite late. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, it was fine. I only worked half of the day, but because I worked half of the day, it wasn't really busy but how was you guys As a monday start to the week weekend
0: good didn't work today thank god good that's nice that's do you like good. just take random days off or was today just no work um no i took the day off because i had to like you know how you have to use up annual leave yeah. for a certain time so i had three days to take up but i took them all in february so this was the last of the three um, and it just coincidentally happened to be um, after like quite a busy weekend, so it worked out really well. <laughs> well in your favor,
1: okay. you look gorgeous. Thank Let you. A, a pearl. Pearl. <laughs> you see what? No, Leo, especially Leo now, sees why I'm always complaining. She be posting <laughs> like once every quarter. <laughs> she be private. Don't nobody be seeing shit.
0: I you just gotta keep it low key. Do you know what I mean?
1: You know, the real bougie day. But Leo had a busy and I just know, on brand get up to you, Leo.
0: <laughs> What's that long? Oh. <laughs> so my
2: plan was To stay my ass at home But my friend decided To use to let the devil use her To use <laughs> me And then she invited me out for cocktails You
1: had to grab some cots As my calls them
2: After that I don't even know how I, I remember getting home But I don't know how I was sober enough to get, it's weird Like, have you ever thought, how was I sober enough to do all that? Because I even changed, I was, I took the central line to Oxford Circus Oxford Circus changed to the Victoria line I did all that, I had no problem. obviously it was night too. I had no problems, like, I was fine, I didn't even feel drunk
0: How much did you drink? Was it a two for one vibe or... You'll be drinking. <laughs> I'm not sure how much it was. I'm not sure how much
2: it was, but anyway, um, and then I came <laughs> back, and then I had an accident. <sighs> so, yeah, like an accident. Oh, oh
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you think I peed myself or something? I was like... That's what I thought. <laughs> when you said accident, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh,
2: no, 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 Never that. That's so me. <laughs> That's some unmetinated shit. Mm. I hear it. But I'm fine now. Like
0: <laughs> how long did it take you to recover all of yesterday?
2: Yeah. Like honestly, even this morning, like the first four <laughs> hours, I was not, I was not in my right state of mind. You were okay. But um, and then I'm like, you know what? I have to start my day, otherwise I will never recover.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's usually how it is. Like you usually have to get up and start because if you lie in bed for long I think the longer you lie down the the longer it feels like you feel shit for yes yeah. it's not cute but yeah
0: stand up <laughs> y'all be weak in the knees stand up
1: I know um but welcome to another episode of the reality chat Pod. today we are in episode 17 uh
2: huh <laughs> and we are joined by the lively Isa too.
1: I want to know hey, hey, hey. Our, our fave. I mean, as,
2: as always, I'm Leo.
1: I'm Nessu. and we have Ik Baby. Um, we were doing a, another show wrap up following um a finale, and what better way than to have a co-lover of the show, our fave. I mean, we had it for insecure, so it only made sense. It only made sense. You know,
2: when Anesu like suggested this to me, I thought about how similar insecure and euphoria are in terms of how funny the tweets are and the reactions to the show are. It's it's the maddest thing. Like I could spend, like, you know how you could spend hours on TikTok. For me, that's reading tweets about euphoria. Like, I don't even know how I find some of them sometimes. Literally, I just go to certain accounts. There's certain accounts that I've pegged, like talk about euphoria a lot. Like Americans, and like I'll just go through and I'll find each and every single funny tweet about Euphoria. I'll just be sat there for like two, three hours laughing at Cassie, basically.
0: (laughs) Honestly, now what you tweeted earlier, Nessie, about um, the um, Mother Evangelista took me out. That is so funny. Like, Mother Blanca. (laughs) Mother Blanca. Mother Kelly. Lisa
1: (laughs) No guys you know sometimes I feel like So where where I live like the walls are really Really thick and you you can never really hear Like the next Your neighbors or anything like that But at times I'm like I'm sure somebody heard me Cackle like because the way I laughed (laughs) When they said Cal became my house
0: mother Oh No 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 (laughs) No
2: You can't tell, like, even when you think about Cal being a house mother, you're like, you know, what, it makes sense that someone saw the people he was with and was like, he's giving house mother at this point.
1: Even the way like, they were funny, reacting that. and, like, responding to, like, it, it, the way it looked, it really did look
0: like <laughs> Cal house mother or father. I said, ooh. That's funny. Do you know what that is? It's like English GCSE. It's grade A, like, analysis of the show. Because how do you even think that? Like, that is just, like, amazing to even have that thought.
1: And I've always said, show. like, I, I found, like, Bravo Twitter really funny. But I'm always saying, every week, I say to Leo, no. Euphoria Twitter is goated.
0: <laughs> Undefeated. I <laughs> can't At the top. <laughs> because the jokes
2: are so smart as well. Like, and even the memes that they'll find to describe, or even like the screenshots they'll take of moments like in the, in the, the episode, <laughs> you'd never have thought that like, this was something you should clock. And even just the level of analysis that they have, like, much like Insecure this last season, I have to go to social media to try to understand what the episode was about sometimes, or little parts, like how that scene where Kat was dancing in the last episode meant she had started doing cam again. Like, I, to me, it was just, I'm like, oh, aesthetics. Cause I'm like, that's what this show is. It's a lot about aesthetics, mm. but there's like, they don't put things that don't mean anything as well. Like also you have to think about that as a director or someone who writes a show, you wouldn't put something that doesn't really serve a purpose. I mean, you can argue that euphoria sometimes loses the plot, but I think for the most part, most scenes that were shown there's a specific relevance to why we're being shown
0: this thing. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I'm exactly the same as you. Like, sometimes I'll watch the episode. And sometimes I'll have to watch the episode twice just to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, like, go on Twitter and be like, okay, like, now I get it. Um, because some things just go over my head. Like, the scene with Nate and his dad, um, which obviously was explained um, today in this episode. But after that episode, I was just like, what? And obviously, I didn't think it was, like, literal. But I was just like, wait, like, what is this? What is the implication here? He's gay. He's Um, gay. So I went on Twitter. He's gay. (laughs) Yeah. He's gay. He's gay. gay. That TikTok is so funny. Like, I was actually crying because how does someone even think to find that? That's so specific. Oh no, the internet is undefeated, man. When Leo sent me that TikTok, I'm like, I'm showing this to Ake now, (laughs) right now. (laughs)
1: He's gay. (laughs) <laughs> no it's too funny and i think that's the thing as well about like i've noticed with this show i think unlike insecure or something that's like light-hearted people don't feel to do like the think piece thing but sometimes it can be annoying what i find like if i don't understand something with euphoria and then you look the hashtag up whether on tiktok or twitter the theories <laughs> that's why even today i was happy that nate just then explained because Last week we even briefly touched on it with Leo. Like there were so many different theories and, oh, it maybe it means that Cal did this when he was young. Obviously, Marsha was referencing. Like sometimes it just literally messes with your head and you're like, guys, this is too much. What am I supposed to believe? Because you know with literally any theory in life, if somebody explains it enough or is convincing enough, you can see why it would be possible. And sometimes with euphoria, I feel like everyone gets carried away sometimes. Like it ends up being too much. Like the fact that Zendaya complained about it, <laughs> babe, yeah, apparently she talked about it, I think in a, like an IG story or something, about like how with Euphoria, they're the watchers, obviously, who like, get it, and then there's some people on TikTok who, this shit just literally flies over their head, and then they're here with these three-part videos trying to explain what they think Sam is trying to depict um, in that specific episode, which can be confusing, but nonetheless, I think sometimes you kind of have to do it to understand some of the stuff, because some of the stuff I'm like, uh, what does this mean? Like, remember that episode with um, Cassie and the flowers where she was teary-eyed I was like what's what's happening what's happening I had to go back to the episode I had to look online and then somebody had posted like oh this is the reference or this is what it means same thing with um I think it was oh people talking about the the parallels like when it was Lexi's episode or Lexi's frame she was in the bush the time her mom told her to hide the knives but even then it's like did somebody just decide to draw parallels like was that really what they were actually trying to show
0: mm. you know, um... yeah what did you guys think about um the season finale um
2: so sorry before that I was gonna say um the thing about theories with shows I think to some extent there was a tweet where someone said it kind of does ruin the show because it makes it It makes what you watch and what is actually happening two separate things, which isn't fun. Like, I want what I'm watching is what is happening. Like, with Insecure, Tiffany was pregnant. It was Derek's baby. There was never any question about it. Like, it gets annoying if people keep trying to make a show, not deeper than it is, but something it's not. So, I I don't know. I think we should bring back casual watching. Um, Yeah, that's just my thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I feel like sometimes just watch the show, like, all these theories and underlying... Things that people are trying to pluck from thin air when the writer just did it like it's sometimes it is it's just surface level like that's just what they did is like what what it is it doesn't have a deeper meaning or like anything like that there's no like conspiracy thing but i, I feel like if people get on these reddit thoughts quorums and twitter and just start plucking things from thin air and it's just like girl just watch the show enjoy
1: absolutely but to answer your question i really really liked that finale, like it's to the point where, bar Ashtray and Festco situation, I'm really like, something's about to happen in season three. Because the wait ended was mm. too, like, okay, cool. I mean, you know, he snitched on, he's dead. This happened with this person. This, it's like too, like, okay, it's fine. And this is Euphoria. One thing about that show, some, some shit gonna pop off. So I just, I have a feeling like season three, is probably gonna start chaotic. I don't know if it's gonna be like the return of Laurie because we're just not gonna pretend like Laurie don't exist. (laughs) I really hope since, you know, Sam kind of like he got into the Barbie and like most of cat scenes were like just basically taken out and the story changed. I'm hoping it has that same energy. Like if he did that with Laurie, I was tweeting about this, I I would be fine with that because that lady's about to come and pull up and wreck if she comes back. Like if she comes back into the picture, Ruby Bennett is doomed.
2: It's, it's just so for me it's just so, too dark like I don't want us to go down that road like it will mm. not be fun to watch Ruby pimped out guys that is crazy like I do not want a resolution to that so because I've seen a few tweets where people like summing up the season they're like oh there's still so many mysteries or so many things that are left unresolved please 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 please, please. let's be leaving that one let's believe let's leave that one <laughs> I do not want to find out what Lori's capable of yeah. And sorry, to answer your question, um, I thought it was a really good um, finale. Um, a couple weeks ago, I saw Zendaya had said she asked Sam if he could, like, give um, Rue finally, like, uh, like, a positive end to the season. And I'm glad we actually got one. Like, it looks like Rue could actually be, you know, trying to get her life together and be a better person and not do drugs. Um, I feel like we left it with her, I think more especially because it's still her story, we left in such a positive um, direction that I'm. Um, it was an A grade finale, even with all the other stuff that happened with all the other characters, I feel like we got a lot of resolution and we kind of know how things end, like we always knew Cassie and Maddie were going to make their way back to each other, it was just a question of how and how hard she beat her up basically.
0: Can we talk about that first scene though, like when Cassie came like huffing and puffing down the aisle and came to like try and embarrass her sister and in turn like revealed her hoary to the entire crowd by um, revealing that she was getting with Nate behind Maggie's back. Um, I just feel like it was just, it was so embarrassing, not like on her part, because it was just like, she was trying to humiliate her sister and in that she was just humiliating herself. Um and I feel like her mum just does not rate Cassie at all. Like, their mum does not rate her at all. Because she was just like, girl, oh, like, basically, like, what are you doing? Like, trying to get her off the stage. Um, and, yeah, like, the whole scene was just so... It was so, like, like watch through your hands kind of, like, vibes. Because it was just, like, literally watching through your fingers because it was so cringy. But it was so funny and so entertaining. Um, and that scene when um, she was on the carousel, the the make-believe Cassie <laughs> was on the carousel. <laughs> it, it's so oddly specific. And I'm sure like Cassie, at that point, that was like her broken point. She was like, no, nah, I'm not having it. And then obviously, boom, the fight happened and she got her heartbeat, which is yeah. right. Like right? you so, you know?
2: Nah, you see the scene. Um, I'll comment on the other stuff, but the scene with the carousel, I think Lexi was dead wrong for putting that scene in as well. Like there was absolutely no one needed to know what happened on the carousel. <laughs> <laughs> it was no one's business like I'm not really team I'm not Cassie Hive I'm not like you know me I'm like I love my bad vibes people but Cassie Hive I want to stay far away from don't even call my name I don't want anything to do with those people Um, because I've seen every time after you for if you type Cassie you'll see Cassie Hive so I don't know if there's a hive or we just talk negatively about people who we think have formed a Cassie Hive or what
1: Sorry. Um, two things. First of all, I think she may have been dead wrong for putting it in, but I think it was so if you remember everyone's faces after the carousel scene, like everyone who was waiting to go on, I don't think it's something that she could have just skipped past and pretend it didn't happen. Mind you, like we've always spoken about how they give the perception that it's a relatively small town or area that I don't think everybody would have seen that you can just pretend it didn't happen. But um I guess, yeah, maybe that scene was definitely naturally gonna embarrass her. Last week, I also said that it's it's just insane to me how Cassie only has this vim for Lexi. And I don't know if it's just a typical like sibling thing, like when it's your younger sibling, you just feel like, you know, you can send them or whatever. But it it, it just, for me personally, even how she kept, kept calling her, you're just a bystander, I've decided to, I decided to go on and live my life, and you didn't, I just think it speaks volumes to how she views her sister, and accordingly, how she'll treat her, because when Maddie now came on stage, you were running away, you ain't trying to scrap, you're running for the hills for your life, but with Lexi, it's like, I'm gonna kill ya, why, like, she had all this energy, and I was like, girl, you, um and I actually wrote down in my notes that maybe Cassie wasn't lying about being crazier than Maddie because like you said that whole scene I was floored I said Cassie Cassie like you know when you want someone to stop like okay maybe she's gonna stop now no shame she kept going on
0: and on and on no literally like like you literally just said I was just waiting for it to come to an end like someone to drag her off stage or for her to see sense and realize that she's embarrassing herself but she just it just kept going kept going and then she got slapped on stage and then that was it like and i don't i don't understand why you're running the thing is if you're if you're going to do something be prepared for the consequences so stand with your chest and say what it is that you need to say or get get the beating that it is that you need to even if you square up and you get beat up that's better than running away from the fact that you started in the first place so And it's so funny because Maddie's. It's it's so funny seeing like the juxtaposition between um, Maddie's two friends with Kat being like no Maddie and then the other girl being like yes. It was so
2: funny. Um, I was gonna say, um, I don't think I found that scene cringe as well, Uh, like at all. Like you found, you said you found it cringe. I said I didn't find it cringe at all because Cassie has been. It was Cassie has been so shameless guys Cassie you guys haven't you deep how shameless Cassie is like to me I'm like yeah this is who she is she's a messy she's a messy bitch who lives drama basically so to watch her get like to watch her singlet get torn like that on stage and even then it wasn't yeah I mean Lexi did do some work but also she embarrassed herself in the process as well by what she was doing I wasn't surprised I, I'd been waiting all season like I tweeted earlier um we've been waiting to see like this downward spiral is something that like we've been watching like from start to finish it's been beautiful like low-key beautiful to watch like it's been very well written that Cassie was fine before Nate Cassie was not fine but she was better than this and now he's taken her life and just mess up she's homeless she looks stupid like she's a fool she's a clown like so I didn't feel bad for her in any way shape or form but to watch her get her ass beat, and then everyone finds out she's a hoe. That was vindication. Like, because Maddie has to beat the bad vibes allegations, and she's done it. She's bust case. She's a free woman, and I love to see it.
1: I actually wanted to ask, because you mentioned a little bit ago, um, Leo, that you always knew that um, Cassie and Maddie were going to find their way back to each other. I didn't get those vibes at all. Like, in the bathroom... When in the bathroom, when um, what's her name? Cassie's like, oh, you know what's so funny? Nate actually dumped me just before this, and you can see Maddie again, like, Bitch, do you think we're gonna trauma bond and be like, oh shame? She said, ha, this is just the beginning, and she got up mm. and left. I don't think she. I think maybe in Cassie's head, she thought that okay, well, I did this to you. I mean, she keeps obviously swearing up and down that well, they went together at that time, but I think in her head she somewhat thought that okay now that he's dumped me maybe we can start afresh like I got my L I did what I did and Maddie said this is just the beginning and you can see in Cassie's I think facial expression or her reaction that she definitely was deluded enough to think it was going to go differently Maddie said Mm-mm.
0: yeah I agree I feel like her getting beat up <laughs> or, or Maddie beating up Cassie was kind of like a closure kind of situation like Okay, I finally got my anger out. I've kind of said my piece. You know that I'm angry at you, but me and you are never going to be friends again. Um, your punishment is knowing that you have to deal with Nate, and now you're taking the brunt of what I had to put up with for all those years. Because Nate was literally abusive um, towards Maddie. Like that scene when um, he was about to kill her with the gun, or like threatening her. Like that is that is peak abuse. Like, and I'm just like, I'm glad that she's finally escaped his 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 clutches even though it's come about in a very like shady way through Cassie and Nate getting together. um, I feel like now she's kind of like finally seen the light and she's definitely, hopefully going to stay away from him. But um, question, is season three going to be the final season of Euphoria? Because I feel like I saw something that said potentially season three will be the end.
1: I had seen initially that season two was the final season. I remember Leo and I briefly spoke about that. And then they announced that there's a season three. So now I don't know. But mm-hmm. considering how well it's doing, because Leo was obviously saying it's been doing so well, like their viewership went up, I think something crazy, like 200 and something percent in comparison to season one. So, I mean, if HBO is trying to make money, I highly doubt. Maybe Sam might be like, let me branch off to something else. But I think money-wise, <laughs> money-wise,
0: um, they would probably keep it going. Yeah. they could summarise it in three seasons, though, like because they've sort of like tied up so many loose ends this season next season could be kind of like a final like a just a wrap-up because I feel like with shows again it's always better to end before you're pushed like it's always better for the show to end come to a natural end rather than get cancelled and then it ends like halfway through a season and then everyone's left on a cliffhanger like with girlfriends you want it to kind of come to a natural end so I'm kind of hoping that potentially season three is the end plus the show must be very very expensive to film because some of these scenes are very elaborate and expensive like that um scene from the the, um last episode episode seven with like um the singing and then the scene with him like pumping iron and stuff that must have been so expensive to film like to get a choreographer and all that kind of stuff so, so it's, 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 it's she, money is
2: very long like don't forget you mm-hmm. could make an episode of game of thrones like 10 million dollars like they are really they really do be invested i mean obviously euphoria doesn't have the numbers that game of thrones has but i imagine you know I, I don't imagine it was like five million to shoot that but i imagine maybe maybe we're pushing towards a million maybe more um but yeah to answer your question about um their friendship i think I think she'll I think she'll stay around. Like where is Cassie? Like, where's Cassie gonna go? Obviously, they're not gonna be close and it's it's gonna be worse than if than if she just never did. like she's gonna be in such a bad position. She's gonna have nowhere to go. And Cassie, I mean Maddie will always remind Cassie that you did that to me. You you saw what this guy did to me. You heard me every time I told you he beat me, he what, he, what, he, what you were and you were fine with that to the point where you hooked up with him. Because it's one thing to be cool with like your friend's abuse it, it's one thing. Like that's already messed up as it is. Like we already you we already have our stance on that. But to then go and hook up with him, start a relationship with him, be proud of that very relationship with him. Like I think I've been looking at this storyline from like, uh, oh, that's so messy, love mess. And then I think last week watching the play is when I was like, no, man, no. Like that's when I think I started thinking, about all the other stuff, then it meant that Cassie was okay with hearing that her new boyfriend had done to his ex. Even if that wasn't your friend, why are you doing that to a woman? Like, like that's crazy to me.
1: I think um, why I hope as well, I'm leaning more towards, I hope season three is the final season, is because obviously, like you said, you want to be able to end the show before, they end it for you not only that but like if we consider some of the characters like some of them are in their senior year like I think there was an episode where um obviously we know like with McKay he's in college and I think that episode um with Maddie and the woman she babysits for she may have briefly touched on like already she's 18 I think she's obviously considering whether it's going to uni college or whatever or just doing something after high school it would be a bit I feel like it would be a bit much for them to continue with these characters not being in high school anymore. I think it will just kind of get to the point where you're, dra- you're dragging it. You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing. We were quite upset about Insecure ending, but I can't imagine what else there would be. Like the story is over, guys. If you keep dragging it on and on and on, it just don't slap. I don't know if you guys have seen like with the game, they did a reboot. The shit, the shit's a 2 of F. Like, it's terrible. Um, even in its last like final season, before the reboot, it was getting to that point that's like, mm, there's no need to keep this going. So I also do hope that the, the way season three is done is kind of like, OK, wrap this shit up. Because you can't, they can't be in high school forever and ever and ever. You can't keep, you know, like, as much as mess can happen, this, that, of the third can happen. It's like, OK, what else? What next? Um, I think at the, at the most, if there's a continuation, obviously we see the dynamics, maybe also, cause I remember the lady she babysits for was giving her a different perspective um, on why she would have done the same thing to her friends at the time. So, I mean, one of her, her best friends at the time. So maybe that will maybe make Cassie, I mean, Maddie already acknowledged that. Okay. That's fucking sad. Like if she did that because she felt that same way, that's fucking sad, but I don't think, Maybe be friends again, maybe just civil because cat's the peacemaker trying to be guys let's let's all be friends. we love each other um, and then maybe they're civil because they have mutuals but maybe not just besties again at most because for me to come back from everything that's happened and just okay, let's let's bury the hatchet. you know you have issues it, it would just be a bit much for me like this this is a little
0: unrealistic. I don't or maybe not mm.
1: it, would, it would just be a bit much for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, something that I like just picked up on whilst watching the episode was the sort of like change in dynamic between um, Rue and Lexi because obviously when they were younger they were like best friends and then when Rue started doing the drugs honey um, they sort of like grew apart and weren't hanging out together as much and then Lexi became kind of like a bit of a loner and an outsider in terms of like that group in terms of Rue, um, Rue, Cassie, um, Maddie etc um, so it's like nice now, it's almost like nice now that the play's sort of brought them t- back together as best friends. So it'll be nice to see that dynamic sort of develop in the next um, season, hopefully, especially because Lexi's obviously going to be going through a lot when she finds out that, you know, Fezco, he got in jail. <laughs> BLP holding it down. You know, like, oh, my mama, I love He's going to be seeing him from the other side of the glass because he is not getting out anytime soon. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Um, Rue potentially supports Lexi in that in the same way you know Lexi supported Rue through her like drug um, rehabilitation and stuff
2: Yeah I was going to say about um, if it was the last season I think it would make sense like for the character of Ashtray if they like told him oh like we're going to kill you off because season 3 is the last season anyway and we're trying to free everybody up to get other bags because like now you see them you see um, Alexa is in like Balenciaga they're all modelling and shit so clearly, there are other bags that they would like to pursue and that are kind of, you know, calling them. So I think it would make sense to call it a wrap at season three because I, I personally wouldn't want to see a season where Jules and Rue are still in high school, summer and uni. I personally wouldn't really be interested in that.
1: Especially because their dynamic has changed. Like for me, we all saw the tweets and stuff and I agree with them that, you know, the kiss on the forehead. It's just not that. And she even said like when she was narrating that she likes... She would like to keep thinking of Rue as the first love of her life or something, or her first love. Um, And that's the way she would like to remember it, which kind of, for me, is a sign that she's probably not going to go back there. And like you said, um, if Rue and Jules are the ones who are in junior year, maybe with Elliot, or I don't know, but like, it would just be a bit oh and Lexi it would just be a bit odd to have half of the characters slashed and then we're just left with this because a lot of the story made sense with everyone playing a part or having a part to play like you said even Cal now going to jail as well I it would just make sense if this was kind of like the end but going back to what I said said I am a Rooksy stan like I want them to just reconnect and go back to being best friends I think there was a time earlier on in the season or maybe end of last season when it was maybe like Rue's episode or something and Lexi was talking about how, no, Rue was talking about how she and Lexi just kind of grew apart obviously because of all the drugs and then watching the play and seeing um, what it was for Lexi from her perspective, the love is still there. I mean, the fact that even after the play they could have those conversations and Rue wanted to go and hang out with her and we also saw Rue actually be there for Lexi because Sue said something that stood out to me that, you know, shame kid, like it's always you looking after everybody else, um, which is valid. I mean, her mom when she was really bad in her like alcohol phase when their dad was still around and then the stuff with her dad and then also Cassie and then also her friend who's now like a druggie and then her friend also lost her dad. Like she's kind of always in these situations where she's looking out for other people and not herself. And it was so nice to see Rue just being a really good friend to her again and somebody actually being there to comfort her while she, you know, wanted to cry as well. Um, Even just the the affirmation that Rue gave her that I really loved your play. I think Lexi needed to hear that. Uh, Given everything beforehand, the conversation she had with Fesco, like what if it goes left? Also everyone's reaction at the play, Cassie, everything that went down. It was good that at least one person and it coming from... Her old best friend. I think it was just so perfect and so fitting. So yeah, I really hope they reconnect. Even last week when I saw the scene of them sitting on the roof in the play, I was like, yeah, it would be really nice to see Rue and Lexi reconnect. So I, I was stunning all of the moments. I was like, I hope
0: this. I hope. I hope this is the beginning of them.
1: You know, friends.
0: Oh my god, same. Um, question. What did you guys think about the scene with Elliot and the song, and him and Rue? Everyone listening. <laughs> the visible reaction was not positive, let me just say that. <laughs> I wanna know I
1: wanna ask Elliot, like, did you wanna sing for 40 days and 40 nights? Like it was Cuba but guys, he no, he sang. And you know, I was watching him like, okay, this is maybe the last of us again. I said, okay. <laughs> Again. And then he, he had the some finished. He the nerve to say, oh, I'm still working on it. That treat that had all that had Cat Um Cat Maddie and I think Cassie or somebody else. And they're like, what what do you mean you're still working on it? Like, hello. That was a full song. That was a full, full song. Um Leo just sent this tweet where somebody was watching like on HBO and they just were <laughs> pressing the 15 seconds fast forward, just next, next,
0: next, next, because <laughs> nobody wanted to see that shit. What? Mm-mm. No, honestly, the song just kept going. It was like, it was like a good three minutes. And then at the end you had the audacity, to, as you said, to say, I'm still working on it. What is it that you're still working ah. You gave us a whole full length track <laughs> i even thought it was just gonna be like a little like maybe like a four bar kind of thing like a quick but he just kept going the song was nice though i liked it the song was really beautiful but it's just the fact that he didn't stop
1: also yeah. part of me still like fuck him because you know what you and jules did and you're still coming with this do you think we can still be friends and you're singing this song it's like the the snitching thing is not the only thing you did elliot it's yeah. just that rude doesn't know but it's just pissing me off that He's basically trying to act like that never happened. Like he's, you know, I'm not, I'm not expecting him to come and like self-snitch, but like Mm -hmm. also just come and be like, I wrote this song for you. Do you still think that we can maybe be friends?
0: No way. Don't you hate, like when someone does you dirty or just violates and then it's like, oh yeah, but I hope, you know, we can still be friends. No, I don't want to, I don't want to be around you ever. At all. (laughs) Ridiculous.
2: I personally hated the song. I mean, I like the song, but I hated the scene. It wasn't necessary. I don't like Elliot. I need him gone. Honestly, I was going to the season for Ali, hoping he was the one who's going to die. <sighs> the
1: only, I think the only good part to that scene was Rue, like what she was saying, how basically she doesn't often have the opportunity to be the one in the position to forgive other people. And I think we spoke about this when, um, it was when Ali forgave her after she called and I was saying to Leo how I think you can tell that she's not used to being forgiven or people expressing that they forgive her and obviously she's always expressed how she feels like she doesn't deserve any kindness or she doesn't deserve good things because she's a bad person so even that was the only thing I think they could have cut out the song they could have had the conversation she had her little chances to be like yeah I forgave you it was important and then she got the hell up out of there For Elliot to give us a three-minute ensemble, I didn't need that shit. Sam, kid kept it.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that his screen time next season just decreases. Especially if, like, Rue isn't really chatting to him or Jules, then there's no real reason for either of them to really be on our screens, to be honest.
1: At all. At all.
2: It is is the worst idea they've ever come up with. Like, just let the girls be lesbians. Like, we don't care. We really don't care.
1: And it's the fact that even the actual actors themselves also didn't find it, like, useful. Like, that article where Hunter was like, even she was like, why? <laughs> so I can I can just imagine how annoying it must be as, that, like, the acting that, situation like you really didn't find this pointless and the person as well just has to be an annoying character like uh get this guy up out of here please Which <laughs> yeah, I hopefully you know more of Elliot please mm. okay do you guys want to do like a like a scene by scene type of situation no you just want to speak about things at random yeah I will say <laughs> Faye is real
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to say what we haven't spoken about is that scene, but it seems like you were gonna lead us into that.
1: Yeah, into that um whole situation. I actually thought Faye was gonna go outside. I'm not gonna lie. Like she's still a bitch ass. Like she could have said something a few episodes ago when the guy came to you. That's why I'm saying she
2: <laughs> she's not getting any props from me. It's Black History Month. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not <doing> <laughs> <laughs> you Nope. Know? She didn't do anything. At the end of the day, she could have warned them long ago. Look at, Astra is crazy. Astra is freaking crazy. If she had said something, that wouldn't have happened. But she didn't. And now look. And the funny thing with Faye, all season long I've been confused. Like sometimes you get, don't you ever get the vibe that Faye likes Fez? Because there was a time when Lexi, when she saw Lexi and Faye together, she seemed kind of jealous to me. So I was like, huh? And then something else will happen. You're like, oh no, they're just friends. And then that happened this episode. And I'm like, do you like him? I'm really, I really am confused by what's, what's there, what they're trying there.
1: I also find it quite interesting how sometimes she seems really ditzy and dumb. Then other times like she's she's awake. So it's like, is it the drugs? Like which which what, what, what is your character supposed to be? Like it's a bit confusing. No, but it's very confusing. Yeah,
0: I agree with that as well because. Like you said, like sometimes she comes across as just stupid, like you're an idiot. And then other times she does stuff that shows that she has somewhat of a brain. And it's just like, okay, pick a side, which one is it?
1: Exactly. Um, and it's a shame that, you know, our favorite AT had to go up the way he did because I think by now everyone, especially within that household should know that that boy does not ask questions. He's very much a like Leo tweeted, ask later, act now, ask later. So for her to have been a little bit careless, knowing how reactive he is and just not said anything, even if she like made him like aware that, okay, we can try and finish it this way so that he doesn't know that we're onto him, but we need to act or just saying something from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Now in that situation, look how it went. And obviously Astray is so stubborn and hard-headed as well that he was like, I need to look out for my brother. And there was this whole back and forth, which also comes back to the scene of, I mean, the comment about budget that ICT made. That when I was seeing like the toilet chamber thing breaking and this, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> nah, can I just say something? Maybe really it's
2: not expensive.
1: No, I think it's because when I watch shows for the most part, when I watch TV shows, a lot of the things I watch are quite lighthearted. And even the things that are considered drama, like the most dramatic thing I probably watched was Scandal. Like I don't be watching shit. I don't watch Game of Thrones. So for me, like when I think about like TV shows and their being like a budget, I was mind blown. I was like, well, sh- <laughs> shit.
2: Y'all just not used to HBO shows, baby. They got money over here. We balling over here HBO, like they ain't no budget the B is not for budget, boo, like, stop playing with my sister, like, HBO, I think maybe, maybe that's the difference, I'm used to HBO shows, like, HBO will splash out for the girls, like, material girls, um, I was gonna say on the point, I know you weren't finished, but I was gonna say on the point about Ashtray, I think, guys, the actor's getting too old to play, to realistically still play a 12-year-old, because if, what they're saying is true and season three is coming out in 2024. He's going to be 17 playing a 12-year-old. Like, it will not work. He's having, he's clearly having growth spurts. Like, you can see he does not look the same. So I think from a writing point of view, I'm glad the way they did it made sense. Like, how he died. And it wasn't just, actually, died. Like, it was like, oh, no, he actually did. He fucked up. Like, he, he, like the story from... Because even from the beginning of the scene, you can kind of track how they got to this point. It's not just like the feds bust in one day and we didn't know why they bust in. So I think I'm proud of them for that. Because, you know, Sam, Sam be letting these storylines drop, child. Like one thing about him, ask Cat; she'll tell you, he will drop your storyline like a hot potato.
0: Oh my God, he did not need to. <laughs> oh, that's shame. You, you okay. didn't have to do that. <laughs> like, at all. But can I just say, obviously, RIP to Ashtray, you know, he was a real one. Um, he literally went out swinging, went out fighting, exactly like Miss Cleo from Set It Off. He literally said, I'm not going, I'm out a fight. And I mean, he went down, but, you know, he fought. Um, and I just think it was so interesting how um, the start of the season sort of documented the relationship between Ashtray and Fezco and how obviously they came to be brothers and stuff. And um, how they first met, I saw this on Twitter actually, how they first met in that hallway and obviously his untimely passing was in that same hallway. So it was kind of, like, nice to see... Not nice, but it was interesting to see that sort of, like... I don't know, like, that moment. Um, But, yeah, like, I just... Oh, it was just hard to watch. Like, watching Fez literally see his little brother go down like that. It was was a lot. Um, And, obviously, when he was, like, lying on the floor, playing dead, it was like, oh, like, they got him. Because the amount of bullets that they were shooting into the door, it was like, there's no way that he's still standing and somehow he managed to get up. and obviously he shot the officer and then that red dot just ah just to see um the look in Francesco's eyes it's like oh it's like the life just left his eyes it was it was really sad man
2: can I just say I now know that if there's ever a shootout for whatever reason sit in the bathtub like I don't know when I'm gonna use this information but my ass is gonna be sad if, if ever if I'm sad in the bathtub no it's because of euphoria and they say <laughs> you're not gonna get shot just in the bathtub they can't catch you um I was gonna say um about um their meeting I don't know if you've seen there was once a theory that is the third Jacob's brother who went missing and I was about to say that just shows you how stupid some of these theories have
0: ridiculous
2: and like because it's like it's clear I mean it's not clear who Ashtray's parents are but it's clear that she was like irresponsible and then the grandmother had to take him in and that they're not actually related, but they've grown up as brothers. But it was nice to see that we were introduced to how they met, but we didn't know that we we're getting further context to, you know, what was going to go down. Um, but it was sad. It's sad to see that that's that's why we got that extra context and how they wrote the stuff with Fez's grandma. Like, it just shows that, Sam can write well for people who aren't um, Rue. He just basically chooses not to.
1: You said, I don't feel like it. <laughs> no, I agree that if there's one theory that annoyed me, it was definitely that he's the third Jacobs brother. Like I was like, guys, we're, we're getting carried away. Like at one point, his mom was a drug, he came and dropped him off. How do you guys feel like that fits into Marsha's story? Even if he had had this child with another woman, that you would not be doing a family photo with Marsha, Nate, Kel, and Nate. Like, let's let's just take it back. <laughs> let's reel it in. Let's just, you know, come back. Um, I wanted to point out that. Do you guys think that there's a possibility, or how would you picture like Beza's life? Like, let's just say. He doesn't end up going to jail or whatever, because I mean, I said to you, and I was speaking about this, like there was that tweet about first grandma during that shootout, I just, you <laughs> know. <laughs> Then
0: I have
2: okay,
0: they'll put it in a home and stuff, but it's like, what's life gonna be like? Do you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all did wrong for last No, it but it was just it was so random because obviously everyone was in the house, they'll bet action like shooting, shooting, people on the floor, things flying, and then all of a sudden you just see the, they just pan to the scene of the grandma the but also, It's like you don't even I wasn't even thinking about her because obviously she hasn't really been relevant to this it. apart from that first episode when they did the backstory, and obviously, um season one when she obviously she's incapacitated due to her illness and stuff. But it was just so random because I literally was not thinking about her at all. And then they just decided to pander yeah. the poor old lady. Like but I definitely think she's gonna be put into some sort of home. Um because yeah. what else can they like do with her really?
1: Yeah there's there's nothing that they can do with her. But it's really sad. I'm just like I hope somehow they they can write it in a way that I don't want um Lexi to just be doing a you know conjugal visits or whatever like that's dead but i also don't want like i feel like that was something that was really nice for lexi like apart from our life she now finally had something that like somebody who made her feel like you're normal or they they think or they matter about your no that they think about your feelings and that your feelings matter to them and it's just sad for it to be taken away from her before it even really got chance to like fully 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 developed i like that they gave us a lot more fixing content like all the things that we would have felt like we didn't see but obviously it was happening behind the scenes so that was really nice as well but i'm actually afraid of what this news is going to do to lexi and also rue in terms of relapse like i don't know if it will make rue relapse but i do i can imagine that like it's going to have a huge impact that why is why are these things always happening no
2: no. no, please, this is the first time Ru has ever looked like Zendaya, let us prolong this moment as long as, even Soberu seems like a totally different person, I want to meet that girl, I want to meet that, like guys, you don't understand, I'm going to fast for 40 days and 40 nights this Lent, this Easter, because I want to see Soberu, <laughs> like she wasn't even looking pretty, her skin is clear, her hair looks healthy, that is a babe who Tom Holland would date. you know what I'm saying? No, 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 not that other girl from the other season. Um, but I was going to say, um, the thing about Lexi, I feel like as Lexi has kind of transitioned from being a B character to kind of like a more important character in the show, her drama has to as well. So she's now in a position that all the other characters have been in. Like before that, that nothing ever really happened to um Lexi that was like main, main character energy. But now, what, what did what did her dad girl please um but now <clears throat> like you don't even try with me but now that this has happened i feel like you know as a prison wife i don't know who knows maybe she'll be the one to take care of um first grandmother you know she's gonna be the dutiful daughter-in-law go go take care. Me. what if she's gonna sponge <laughs> no, bath? Take it, maybe she's gonna sponge bath. <laughs>
0: Get out. Where, where's the grandma going to stay in her and Cassie's our... room?
2: Like, <laughs> she's going to stay in Cassie. Cassie's, Cassie's homeless. Don't forget. So she's going to move into the Howard house. And <laughs> she's going to sleep
0: in
1: Cassie's bed.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's going to sleep in Cassie's bed. Like, <laughs> right, guys, are we deep in
1: Cassie's homeless?
2: Cassie, that's her problem. I think that's one of my favorite things that this season has brought me. That Cassie's mom said, I'm going to take, just like Rue's mom, and I think it's another one of those parallels we talked about last week that. Cassie's mom said I'm going to take care of the child who still who needs me because you don't you clearly don't need me and that's fine I'm gonna focus on a child who does and even seeing her defend her on stage and even Lexi you could see it at some point Lexi's like mom tell her to stop because she's like you my rider girl like if no one's if anyone's gonna be able to stop her it's you so I love to see it and if they're gonna take in Fesco's grandma I don't see anything wrong
1: with it personally but you know the haters the haters What did you
0: guys think about um, Nate snitching? I didn't expect it, you know. Um, Just because of, like, last last couple of episodes when, you know, obviously he wanted to protect his dad's business or his dad's image to protect his dad's business because obviously it affects him, his brother, and his mum. So I literally never would have thought that he would have exposed, he wouldn't have exposed um, what a was doing. So it it came as a bit of a surprise, but I think he kind of needed... closure in that situation like he kind of just needed to end it with his dad and obviously like the speech that he gave towards his dad and like his upbringing what finding those videos did for him and confusing him in his childhood he's gay he's gay (laughs) i'm sorry i can't actually get that tiktok out of my head um but yeah no I, i literally didn't expect it as you said like you know mother evangelista was there with her children <laughs> having the, whole season the best like, time like you you know when the laughter is really like
1: a belly laugh, they were kiki
0: literally um yeah he definitely didn't expect it but I think the tipping point was obviously when he peed on the floor and left the family and I think Nate just got to a point where he was just like you know fuck it like this man does not care about us So why should I care about him kind of thing? Um, But yeah, it's been a long time coming. This man should have been exposed a time ago.
1: 100% should have been exposed. Like, get that guy out of here. I also think another tipping point probably would have been our life because the embarrassment and obviously how Nate felt with the scene last week, like Ethan and the people there in the gym. (laughs) I think you could just see the rage um, the embarrassment, all of that stuff in his face. And I think for him, that was just a tipping point, um, which obviously he would have then been, been projecting on Cassie, like, oh, this is your little sister, you should have known, um, all that jazz. And I think for him, because, I mean, when, when we saw him driving down, he was loading the gun and he was drinking. I just felt like, you know, when something is just like, fuck it, like it's now or never. Um, and I mean, clearly he had been working on it for a while since it already tipped the police. But, um, yeah, I think our life probably would have also made it worse. But, yeah, like you said, Cal should have been taken up out of there because it's too much. The fact that even last episode or two episodes ago, they got to the house and nobody had cleaned the piss. Everyone in that house is tapped (laughs) because of Cal and Cal's actions. It's actually so fucked.
2: I mean, girl, that house has bigger problems than Cal's urine on the floor. Like, I'm sorry to be defending them, but, like... On the list of problems, it's like number 20, at, at least it's number 20. I was gonna say, I don't like that Nate seems to have gotten away with all of his crimes. Like when is Nate getting his, like when is Nate getting his his comeuppance? Like someone tweeted um, a few weeks ago, they said season three needs to open with a how to get away with murder style, who killed Nate. And then we find out that all of them did it because we need that man up, like up out of there. Like he's gone away with so much. And yeah, Cal, like I think Cal is fucked up, don't get me wrong. But I think, to me, Nate's Nate's own is worse because Nate, at least, I don't think Cal does it with like a malicious intent. Nate literally did every, like, listen, throw him beneath the jail. If Cal is going to jail, Nate is going beneath the jail. Like, I will never forgive him for, for tricking Jules into thinking they were dating, that one. That one, that's when he lost me. He lost me there. Because I thought I'm like, oh, it's one of those storylines where the jock, you know, is into the Alta girl or the girl that not not everybody would like. Only for him to do that, jail. Jail.
1: I agree. I think he's definitely worse than his dad. And it's fucked because it started with his dad, but he's far worse. He spoke about how abusive he is. The gun thing wasn't even the first thing. Remember, he strangled Finny, um, Maddie at the carnival. And he even now wanted to be his mom, when his mom pointed that out, and she was like, well, don't don't try to strangle me too. (laughs) You did that. And I don't know if in his head, he thought no one saw, or he's really that type that when he was in that mind space, he didn't realize. I I honestly don't know, but he's definitely worse. And the fact that, like you said, he just seems to have more lives than a Buddhist cat. Like he can't stop, won't stop. He's just here back to back to back again. Even last week, the fact that he was the one who then said that shit's just so homophobic nate you you <laughs> i said surely that is not you
2: talking like surely and the funny thing with that is i watched um someone i was like explaining the four episodes and they said the same thing i'm like how is that you, homophobic like if it, like i didn't get the homophobia like you know, as someone who may understand, you know, a little bit, have a little bit insight into what homophobia is, I wasn't feeling the homophobic vibes, I just, like, if he's straight, like, it shouldn't have been a thing, like, yeah, it's a joke about you guys all dick riding each other, but you, you do kind of dick ride each other, you know, it's, it's creative, it's artistic license, you know, Spike Lee, as, as, as the kids say, Spike Lee in the cut, Lexi Lee in
1: the cut, absolute facts definitely now i know that ain't who i think it is moment but maybe in season three sha we'll get our redemption because he gotta go he got a bizarre i actually also wanted to touch on um leo was talking about Suze, and i think it just must be so difficult as a parent when you actually reach that point it's like it's not that i want to forsake you but I actually can't keep letting you get away with these things that are affecting this child more. And you decided to go rogue. You packed your little suitcase and said, I'm out and took yourself to Nate's yard. Baby, like it's above me now. There's nothing I can do. I'm gonna have to defend Lexi, especially because you are dead ass wrong for the things that you are doing. But I can just imagine it being so hard as a parent that you don't want the one child to feel feel alone, but mm, I mean, I'll do the best I can with what I got. Okay, and um, in that moment, it's not gonna go, it's not gonna work in Cassie's um, favor. Um, so that was crazy. And I think for me, why I also found that scene cringe, just to go back to that scene, is the fact that now, it's like you want to scrap your mom as well. And the crowd is now booing you. Do you know how mad that is? You revealed your wholeness. You wanted to fight your sister. You don't want to fight your mom now the crowd is booing you lame corny boo tomato tomato i'm throwing tomatoes she she must be embarrassed
2: that crowd they could not have picked a better crowd you see that lady who was there asking questions that would (laughs) have personally that would have been me going so who did she why Why did she do
0: that why
2: why did she do that like because now it was like you're in the play and you're getting spoilers it's like you're spo- like you're getting spoilers as to what happened and legs even had to go it's not in the play i wouldn't put that in the play i mean in cancer defense i'll say girl you don't put everything else in the play like I- like you could have <laughs> you could you could you might as well you might, you might as well. Be- <laughs> said, everybody calls me a hoe because that's that's the vibe we're getting right now ain't it
1: now that crowd really gotta wind down basically for free before the end of the play even another guy who was like is this a part of the
0: play <laughs> 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 that's racist <laughs> yeah. no, no the adibs were perfect do you know what it is with cassie cassie is an example of delusion she is just so delusional i don't know it's delusional to the point where she's dumb like she just doesn't think things through there's no there's no logic or reasoning with her she just acts based off of emotion and stupidity which is her problem and like back to your point about um their mum like I guess when you have a child like that there's only so much you can do she the thing is with Cassie is she still thinks that she's a good person even after all the things that she's done which is that's the that's the, the issue you can't argue with someone who is mad <laughs> that's
1: very true because it gets to a point where you're literally now taking yourself you're bringing yourself down to their level but she's actually insane like the fact that she's st- she started this I think it was episode six where she was trying to compare her and Lexi's situation with their dad to Rue's situation with her dad then today again she had the cheek to say to Lexi oh I'm sorry I thought there were women being killed in Afghanistan so do you think that makes you an angel like she was like no I actually wanted to fight her for Lexi like how she's a horrible person like remember when I said to um I was saying to Leo that the way they were depicting um Cassie there must be obviously a lot more in the way she treats Lexi like behind closed doors like with the with the boob thing and how she kept being like no they're done they're they're done right now No. Nope that's fine it's okay some guys like girls with small boobs like just so condescending you speak down to her, your sister today you're now calling her a bystander then you're like oh boohoo your life must be so hard just living in my sh. I'm like this baby's horrible She like she's not well
2: because especially when you think about that situation and how Cassie could have been much kinder in how she talked about oh like Yeah, we're siblings, but we're not going to develop the same way. Like, we're not going to be the same person. Like, don't expect to have big boobs. She could have been so much kinder, if she decided not to. And I think I want to give Sue her, Sue's, Sue's, whatever her name is, her props for when she defended Rue and said, Rue is a good girl. Like, and I'm like, oh, no, that's right. Oh, no, that's right. Because Rue is a good girl. She's just messed up. She's a little messed up, but she's not a bad person.
0: Rue's just troubled. That's the difference. Whereas Cassie is genuinely just not a nice person. And I think a lot of Cassie's self-worth comes from her desirability to other people. Like she feels better about herself when like she's desirable to other people. Like that's that's what gets her going, kind of thing. <laughs> not she needs to be exercised. <laughs> no, you know, do you know what it is for your
1: own mother to say, she needs an exorcism? Like her mom looked at her and she was like she's so far gone. There was, oh, yeah. a,
2: there was a TikTok I sent it to Anisu, and it was saying that um, it was kind of like analyzing Cassie and Maddie's relationship like and they were saying that the thing about Cassie is Cassie doesn't realize that Maddie's source of confidence is internal. Maddie believes she's that bitch and so she becomes that bitch whereas Cassie thinks it's coming from outside and so in trying to be Maddie she seeks external sources of validation, like from men, and ends up in the situation she's in because she thought, you know, getting a man, like that's it. Once I have him, I win. Like I am Maddie now. And now look, homeless, the whole school knows you're a She's going to have to transfer schools in that town. Looks like there's only one school there anyway. So she's going to have to be homeschooled. <laughs> look at Ashtray and Best Co. Slow asses. So clearly, hopefully, an option in the town. So, yeah. It's looking bleak for my sister. Like maybe clearing, I hope clearing, um, clearing is as, open in their town because
0: whew, <laughs> maybe she can come in as grandma's carer. Perhaps you know, perhaps <laughs> she can take on that that role and responsibility. She can give grandma the sponge bath. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> now, Cassie, I you know sometimes like with some people, you just like. There's nothing anyone can do. Like, you're that far gone that there's absolutely nothing that anybody can do. Like, even in Cassie's case, if her character was to go to therapy, it would take a while. Because she's a, she's down horrendous. Like, when you think that rock bottom, she's beneath that point. And I think it's quite sad. I wonder what, what's in store for her character next season. Because, child, you're you not good, girl. You, you're you not well. I just thought about this scene where they're chasing
2: Cassie <laughs> and then she hits the hole
0: Beat that bitch ass <laughs> He bumped your boyfriend oh, Now
1: man. that friend wanted to see
0: blood <laughs> I don't understand why, my cat, why Cat was telling her to stop doing stupid, just mind your business there Cat is a good person I, like, I Is think-
1: she? After eating yeah, it, nah, is she, no. The way
0: she gaslighted him was horrendous.
1: And then she tried to be mad at him as well. Like, he clumped your BS and now you mad? Uh. Uh-uh.
2: Only for Ethan to turn out to be one of the best characters on this damn show. Like, you?
1: And I she was telling him he's boring, right? Didn't you say he's boring?
2: He beat the boring allegations.
1: By a, by a mile.
2: <laughs> because that performance last week.
1: The dancing, nah guys.
2: Ethan's an icon. From the dancing to Mrs. Howard, that like. Being booked and busy. There's nothing he can't do. There is absolutely nothing he cannot do.
0: Mm, I hope we see more of him in season three as well.
2: If they did that instead of giving us Elliot messy ads. Like, you remember that scene where it was the three of them hanging out in that room and then someone said they know it smells crazy in there? I'm sick of that. (laughs) I'm so sick of those, those three and drugs. Like, I'm so sick of them. Give me Ethan. If you want to give me a man, give me Ethan. It's fine. Like I want to see what, what does he get up to. Even I also would like to see more from the dark skinned girl who's like Bobby. Um, Bobby.
1: I think her name is Bobby. yeah. I don't know her name. She seems like but, a lovely girl. Like even the way she like got Lexi out of her funk. She seems like just like such a sweetheart. I-, I would be down for that. Give me that. I don't want to ever hear from Lori again. Oh. Give me that
2: give me that, like, please, Sam, forget that storyline, if you're listening, forget that fucking storyline, I want to hear it,
1: Facts, he can actually just take that, he can keep that shit to himself, please, sir, um, but, you know, I really, what I really liked about our life, and I think, again, maybe it's because Rue's the main character, but, like, I love that it made Rue sit and be, like, you actually made me not hate myself for the way I am, like, a lot of fucked up shit happened, you know, I mean, I'm bound to be a little bit like, just a little bit messed up, just a tad and I love the fact that for once she actually didn't hate herself for being an addict. Like it started as you know, a coping mechanism. I remember um, last week, um, one thing that really humanized, I think, Addiction was last week when Lexi was narrating and she said, I realized that it gave her a comfort that I could never give her. And I think that's a lot of people's harsh realities. Like, say what you want to say about somebody having to obviously you know take any sort of substance and and abuse it, but anyway, take any (laughs) take any substance and like abuse it, but like it's it's not nice, but it's nice that it kind of sheds light to people that bro this person just didn't wake up and feel like I'm about to pull up and wreck and cause all this havoc and chaos in everyone's life lives including my own um so I absolutely love that but I also couldn't help but the scene where it was obviously like Lexi and the hugs whether it was her hugging Bruce's mom or Cassie or her mom it actually made me realize that Lexi's actually like been through a lot like from the tumultuous relationship like with her dad then having to experience like your best friend's dad passing away and then seeing the effect it has on your best friend. Then your best friend is in a hospital and unconscious because they're OD'd. Like that's a lot for a 15, 16 year, like if that was happening even to an adult, that would be like, Whoa, this is a lot. So imagine at that age, um, for somebody to go through that. Like I even wrote in my notes, like I'm surprised that she's not the one taking drugs too. Cause the shit is wild. Like she, she's actually been through so much. Um, And I think last week we were speaking about how she's a background sort of character or person. So hopefully, I mean, and I can imagine in these students' eyes, the same way people are like, Lexi blends into the background where she's a bystander. It just sheds a little bit more light to why she is the way she is. Um, And so, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like, oh, there's that weird girl that's quiet. Like, okay. Like people will now see that she's actually been through a lot and these are the things that are running in her mind. That's why she's maybe like, Got this high functioning anxiety, and she doesn't want to speak, and she really is in her head a lot. Like, she spoke about how when she did the drugs, it was just a bit much for her because it made it worse. Um, so hopefully, that also sheds light to other people like, okay, this is why Lexi's the way she is, and it was nice. Rude, this one wrote ro- rooting for Rootsy, like the way Ru started, like the Lexi, Lexi, and then everyone, I was like, Rude. I'm here for Silver, Rude. he was on to something,
0: Silver, fave. Yeah, so rude. she just looks clean, like, this whole time she's been looking dirty, stale, musty, like you said, Leo, like, you know, that picture of the three of them, her, Elliot and Jules in the room, you just know that room was smelling nasty, like, (laughs) because they all look like they smell, but for different reasons, like, not even like a BO smell, just, like, stale, I can't even explain it. Musty. Just musty.
2: The topic of addiction is funny because if you look at Rue, Roo, Rue's addicted to drugs, but Suze is also an alcoholic. Like, yes, she's a functioning alcoholic, but no one is really addressing the elephant in the room. Like, obviously, yeah, she's had a hard life with the things that have happened to her with um, uh, Cassie and Lexi's dad. But at the end of the day, she's an alcoholic. She has a substance problem. But she was the one talking about Rue doesn't look good at all. Girl, your hair, I've never seen your hair like you look unkempt like every time you see her she looks unkempt so she wants to talk about someone not looking good at all (laughs) let's baby the call is coming from inside the house
1: that is that is factual um I remember even I think it was maybe that episode where (laughs) Cassie was crying while throwing up when I even said even just the fact that Suze is like Giving these kids alcohol, like, fine, some of them, I mean, are like 17, 18, but it's like when you actually think about responsible parenting, you shouldn't be doing that. And she was just like, Yeah, but then, you know, when you tell your parents, because I think it's different if maybe some people's parents had let them have like a sip of wine here or there, or like, you know, it was a special occasion. Yeah, you probably should be doing the, but whatever. Not like you're buying bottles, like, oh, it's your birthday, bottles on me, let's go. That's a little like concerning. but I also think she just happens to be self-aware. Like remember last week when you speaking about how a lot of the, the people that were shown in this play, it wasn't even like people got a positive edit or whatever. People are just kind of more self-aware to know that this is how I am. So she was screaming for Ethan. I don't think she was vexed because that's me also, it's a child, like a, a play my daughter would like at the end of the day, am I gonna fall down and die? Like I'm not, it's a play. But um, I think she's aware. But yeah, definitely crazy that she says something don't look too good because yeah,
0: (laughs) your hair. She she gives me um. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom vibes. Exactly, and even in that
1: episode, I spoke about that. Leo even said (laughs) 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 that. Leo even realized like that's what comes to trying to be like a cool mom. Because sometimes when um I mean I've seen people talk about like when your kids go through something and sometimes you feel a little bit of guilt some parents can of overcompensate in other ways because you feel bad that you know these kids have not gone through this whether it's I mean and the thing is I don't know if it's early this season or late last season I spoke about how she cheated on the dad because she whatever happened and then he ended up leaving and then the alcoholic tendency and stuff and maybe she might just feel like this is on me or maybe if I hadn't done this there wouldn't be all this domino effect so she ends up overcompensating and trying to give these kids these like fun amazing cool experiences like your life is great yay let's have fun but shame is chaotic at some point she's gonna have to do something about it (laughs) i think
2: her level of being self-aware it's clear she knows who she is and when she came on the stage you could see she tried to portray a different version of her than the usual because i remember the girls were staring at each other and she said language i'm like mama's i was there during that intervention scene. you you weren't saying shit these girls f word f you f you, I'm f you up big word. This, this. like she didn't give a shit so for her to now come and say language i mean yeah they called each other see you next tuesdays but i mean girl like don't 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 do it don't do it
1: Yeah, it was interesting. And like, even like you said, trying to, on the note of trying to portray a different um side you could see that she was kind of embarrassed with what was happening with Lexi and Cassie and Cassie's spiral where she kept insisting that oh this is a part of the play like no no it's a part of the play my daughter's a genius isn't she like you could you could you could see because and it might come from the fact that you know she has been the talk of the town before like when they showed us those clips of her getting wasted at those parties and then her <coughs> oh well Cassie and Lexi's daughter have to like drag her out so I think Maybe redemption, like, ugh, it, it can't always be me being spoken about or being viewed in this negative light. So let me try and make it look as good as possible or try and seem like I'm a better parent
0: than I might be or than I am. Mm. It's giving, we can be messy, just keep it inside the inside. house. Inside. Yeah. Like don't don't let them see
1: how it really is. But when yeah. out there, I'm gonna try and do this even though I haven't brushed my hair. I'm gonna shout language. But you you know you don't care, girl. <laughs> it's funny because i feel like for a lot of the season that's what i was trying to explain to you i'm like you know when you actually think about what's happening i actually sometimes can't believe that their parents are just so kind of as chill as they are like these are high school kids like you said even that intervention all sue said was not right now we're trying to have an intervention she did not say don't do that but well, the like, conversation well,
2: you- <laughs> about someone fucked someone's boyfriend do you know if any of our parents had this, even at our age now, someone's going to get strangled? I don't know who, somebody's going to get strangled.
1: If I'm there. I, what? You, what? 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 Like, people feel like shy and like, oh, my parents can't know that I've even opened my legs a day in my life at our big ages now. Yeah, and it's like, you How long <laughs> How is this happening? Ruth?
2: Like, I was saying I tweeted this, and I'm gonna reiterate it. Even Mona Scott Young couldn't have done that scene anyway. better. When Rue said,
0: "Cassie, how long you been fucking Nate now?"
2: Can I ask you something? What? How long have you been fucking Nate Jacobs? <laughs> hey. mm-hmm. My whole, my world, Cassie's world, everyone's world just came crashing down. I, I said the beauty in that we'll never get another moment like that again.
1: Do you, guys not, um, do you guys not wonder how Nate knew where Cal was?
0: That's a good, that's a good point.
2: I was going to make a joke. <laughs> what
0: were you going to say? No, I
2: made a <laughs> joke. Someone said he was hanging out with Twitter gays, and I'm like, what are them probably, <laughs> what are them probably treated where they were? Like, like... But you know, like sometimes you just have to let the storyline just yeah. let the tree do its thing. Like, don't ask too many questions. Just, just let it play. Like, right time, right place. But I think maybe it's like a building they own. Like I don't know. Like I, I feel he, or maybe I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like that huge of a plot hole that I'd be like, yeah. oh, There's something there. You yeah. know. What I mean?
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. It's giving house moba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Vanda! laughs> Please. Please <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh I actually need to rewatch post. It's been a good like four months. Five? Four or five. I was five. thinking about re-watching something.
0: Apparently re-watching scandal. Yeah, the other day I said you posted something on the am like, is that many voice? <laughs>
1: scandal. <laughs> so, really? <it>
0: Gerald.
1: <laughs> N- not not scandal. No, nah, I actually need to. I, I rewatch Scandal like every
0: year. So I'm, I'm 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 due a rewatch as well. Um yeah, I'm
2: definitely gonna miss um Euphoria Sun. So well Euphoria for Euphoria Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um like it's very rare that TL comes together to do one thing. And I feel like there's very few shows that we've done that with. Like, like they do it with Love is Blind. Um, but now Euphoria, just like up there with Insecure, 100% deserves, deserves its things. And the thing is, the funny thing is we're not scared to drag the people who write these shows for some reason. We're always dragging them. Like for people who hate the writers of Euphoria, it's funny how every week we're still there. Viewership is up 200%. Literally, I was looking at the numbers. I think Euphoria season one was like 50,0, 600,000. Season two has always top two million so it's like what change what change was it that like the Cassie the the Cassie Maddie thing like I think that really it it did I I stood up like I was like oh am I missing something like I was like oh that's when for me I'm like you know maybe I should take you for a lot more seriously that's when Anissa and I started talking saying maybe we should do um uh Euphoria. as well I agree
1: I think with shows there's always like that like not always, but I think a lot of the time um, they're maybe defining moments in a show that make other people that weren't feels before kind of like, like wake up. Um, it didn't actually work on me. But I know with Game of Thrones, like a lot of people always talk about how after the Red Wedding and everyone was talking about the Red Wedding, the Red Wedding, the Red Wedding. Like a lot of people like, OK, shit, maybe we should watch Game of Thrones. Um, still ain't work on me because I cannot make it past like episode two or three season one so there's that but left with insecure i think when we when more people started team isa Lawrence high this that and the third then more people like okay oop, loop, there's miss she fucked her ex in the studio like more people maybe would have started um paying more attention rather than maybe like the core cool Issa ray fans or people who used to like awkward black girl and stuff like that and i don't think euphoria is any different because Season one, I literally was like, there's some show that's in there's not called Euphoria and whatever. Like I didn't bat an eyelid. This time around, like I think it was when ev- I started just seeing tweets about how euphoria is coming back. And then it might have been episode one or something. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we should watch it because everywhere I looked, Euphoria, Euphoria, Cassie, Jules. This like I was like, okay, uh, we then maybe we should we should watch, but no regrets. I'm happy I did. Watch that and I'm starting to get a little bit like that with Succession I don't know what the defining moment would have been but the way I see people speak about Succession I'm like maybe I should maybe I should pay attention maybe I should get into it so
0: yeah I think yeah Succession Succession is another HBO show and it is really really good it's really well written the acting the satire in it like especially the first season it's filmed in a way that like the office is kind of filmed like with the camera angle so kind of like vlog style y kind of um, which adds to the humor and the effect of the show so I would highly recommend there's only what three seasons I believe so relatively short but it's just so funny and smartly written so definitely recommend
2: especially if like you're a fan of like not dark comedy but like kind of that 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 kind of like think the but the the office is like really but um <laughs> office isn't like the best way to describe it but think the office where like a character looks into the camera and goes what the fuck like 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 visibly like they have a lot of those moments they're like what are you talking about so um if that's like your vibe that kind of like it looks like it's satire or a parody but it's actually someone's life like then you'll enjoy
1: succession okay you guys have sold me on that I'm definitely gonna get into it as well um, uh, guys- I have a question. Oh, sorry
2: what are you gonna say? Go oh, ahead. Yeah, I was gonna
1: ask something totally. Do you, you
2: guys think this is the end for J- Jules and Rue? I mean, not what you want. Like, take away what you want. I know I don't want them together, but do you think this is the end for them?
0: I don't think they will completely like cut each other off or like stop communication. I don't know if they'll necessarily be in a relationship and be on that level, but I. <laughs> I feel like they might end up sort of getting back to being friends to an extent, which I don't necessarily want, but I feel like the writers could do that for the next season.
1: I actually don't think so. Um, I know like with shows people like, just like in real life, people can change their minds. So even though she like just kissed her and just kind of walked off, I, I think in that moment we all knew like, okay, she seems to be done, but it could have been a for now thing. But even the way like that scene was narrated by Rue, how she was saying like, that's how I would like to remember it. Like it made it seem like she's done. Like that's how I'm always gonna want to remember it rather than all these other things that happened. I also always spoke about the fact that um, the relationship was quite toxic in the sense that it just felt like there was a lot of codependency um, on both sides. I think Rue gave Jules a lot of the validation and people pleasing kink or whatever you want to call it. Like she she, she enjoyed the, getting that validation and like Rue dragged her, you love feeling loved or you love to be loved or whatever. So that kind of fed into that. I think also with Rue, we saw how at some point she, like Jules was her crutch in, like in terms of her staying sober. And I don't think that's healthy. Even if Rue's on this past, path now, I think just so much has happened that I wouldn't just want her to kind of reattach and see it in that way. Um, or see the friendship in that way um also I think Jules as a person needs to heal so much like there's there's a lot happening um and I just think they're just better off not not being in each other's lives like that like you said I don't think they're gonna completely like that's a stranger but um you saw the way maybe they had a couple of glances exchange a few glances on um, in the audience um the way Rue looked back in Elliot, and they had like the little head nod thing maybe that will kind of be the same thing that Rue and Jules have because I mean at the end of the day I think they're like sophomores or juniors or something um so they still have a long way to go (laughs) until they finish high school so I don't imagine the way it ended didn't seem as hostile to the point where it's like I will never speak to you again but I definitely think um Rue is choosing herself and she just knows like you know what this this might not be the best thing for me in the same way apart from Elliot just being annoying I also hope for the same reason Rue doesn't like consider becoming friends with him again I mean he's already still on drugs he doesn't want to stop um and as, as much as somebody may be sober and on their own journey they're also just certain things that don't necessarily help your journey um or make it easy in terms of trying to avoid relapse and so for those reasons I just hope they don't become friends again because there's no need
2: <laughs> yeah um yeah I agree I don't think there's any benefit that comes from them being in each other's lives like even as friends personally like um Rue kind of read Jules and she said you are just a black hole I think what you take 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 and you never give and if you think about how um Jules would withhold affection like in season one and how it made her uncomfortable being with um Rue like just she's just never been that girl for her and I, I've never seen it for her I don't think they're a good match I think Rue loved the idea of Jules but not the reality of who Jules is and what you know she's been through and what Jules's stuff with her mom and drugs meant when it came to Rue and her own um, decision to do drugs um, I think it's very mature as well I hope you know, she takes, like, I don't think I could make a decision like that, where I'm, like, 100% cutting someone off, um, and wanting to remember, like, it's very profound of her to say she wants to remember, I want to remember you as a good person, and as being this thing that you might not really be, because it means she has some foresight that, what I, what I think I know about you is probably wrong, but I don't want to change that. I want to keep it that way. Let's keep it cute. Um, That's really profound. And I think it sounds like it's a sober decision that's made, you know, with the most sober of minds. And I think it's for the best, really, because if she relapses, not just in terms of drugs, but also in terms of going back to jewels, it's not going to be cute for her.
1: I agree. I, I agree. You hit the nail on the head um did you guys find it funny like going back to Cassie and Maddie how Maddie didn't have a scratch all of her nails were intact all of her jewelry was on she just was just icing her foot whereas Cassie looked like an entire wreck like I was like this is fucking funny
0: <laughs> and Cassie's not about that life like at oh,
1: all at all that's why when she wants to pipe up for Lexi I'm like leave Lexi alone Leave that girl alone. You know, you
0: yeah, know, Lexi's Lexi's not about to pop off back. Like exactly. she's quite timid. She's quite mild, mad- mannered. Like she's not gonna be the aggressor. So Cassie knows what she can get away with with Lexi, whereas with Maddie, like it's a whole other beast.
2: And, nice. and also, God don't God don't like ugly. So God wasn't gonna let that happen. He wasn't gonna let that slide. He he <laughs> he has he has Cassie's number, and he said not tonight.
1: Mm, no. um not at all on 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 Rue and Lexi by the way did you guys find it really like beautiful for lack of a better word that Rue kind of like the conversation she had with Lexi pertaining to her dad um saying you know I don't I may not know this for sure for sure but I can imagine and she was obviously speaking and I think it it coming from Rue obviously would have even been kind of maybe easier for Lexi to take in like okay this is someone who's actually been through addiction and it was like you know I obviously don't know for certain but I can imagine he probably wakes up every day trying to be better like he probably wants to be better but it's getting yourself out of that situation I mean you have a disease you're trying to get out that pit it's not easy um and I just think it was probably nice to hear not that it, fit. like even said I, I'm not really sure that might make you feel better but I'm, I'm just putting it out there. And I think it was really nice that it came from Rue, because I think, you know, sometimes when people say like, Rue even spoke about how when people tell you, oh, it happened for a reason, or da-da-da, like the, this is the random shit that people be telling you when you're going through, when something happens. But um, the fact that it's coming from somebody who's obviously lived, like someone who's lived that experience, I think it probably would have meant a lot more to Lexi um and obviously I mean we saw her break down but like yeah that's just another thing I'm like who do we next see friends friends <laughs> um what are you guys' top two things that you want to see in the next season like if if you could sit down with Sam and be like listen I need to see <laughs> what would that be
0: um I think the first one and the main one for me is just rude to stay sober. Like, it's just so much more refreshing seeing her in a sober state, not running around, like, I don't know, like speed runner, speed racer, whatever. Just (laughs) (laughs) demolishing the town just being normal. Um, Developing her relationships with um, obviously like the core people in her life, like Lexi, her mom, her sister, whatever. Um, Staying away from Jules and Elliot. So yeah, basically development of Brew and more more of a focus on Rue because I feel like season one was she was the main main character like she like most of the plot revolved around her whereas season two it kind of like didn't as much and I would have liked to have seen it focus more on her um so yeah that's the first one second one I don't know think about
2: it. I just want the girls in this town to stay the hell away from Nate Jacobs like cut him a off like I don't know what they need to do just like he should find a girl from out of town if, if that's what he's he needs he should find a girl from out of town like I don't want him anywhere near just stay away from Cassie stay away from Maddie just stay away from the girls even Jules stay away from them um I don't know if I would want to see a Cassie redemption arc I don't think I think she's beyond redemption personally um I think what she's done she's dead in my books like she's finished um, she really is finished. Like, you know, when enough people say you're dead, it's time to lie down. And I think it's,
1: it's
2: time to sleep. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> um, the second thing I think I'll probably just a- agree with Isa too. I think we haven't really seen sober, like sober, sober, like not sober, I'm still smoking weed brew like literally she's clean as clean as a plate, you know, out the dishwasher. Like, I don't want to see. I don't want any mess. I want her to ignore Jules. I want her to ignore Elliot. I don't want any mixation. I don't want any funny business. I don't want any business ideas. Focus on school. or get into uni. At this rate, I don't even. Know, I don't even know if you how her grades are doing. I don't know. You know, maybe she has a future as a track star. Who knows? But let's focus our energy on something productive, mamas. Like it's 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 not for you're not put on this earth to be doing the things that she's been doing.
1: Yeah, I think you guys did it. I think my main thing is Laurie just needs to not come back. I don't know. They can leave that to our imagination as to what could have happened, but she just needs to be a figment of our imagination. I don't want to see that. Um, Wait,
2: but I'm trying to think. Would the stuff with Faye have worked? I, I'm not. I'm trying to think if the stuff with Faye is going to work, where she blamed, she basically blamed um, Laurie so. for them. I hope it I because hope you know
1: he he dropped in the plant right like like the listening device. So that was in episode seven, the snitch guy. Yeah. So I actually missed it when I watched the episode again. It's when I was watching something on Twitter yeah. that he actually like sneakily dropped something in the plant. and I'm guessing that was like the listening device. Um. So I'm hoping that obviously Faye doing all of that because obviously she knew what was tea, that the police would be like, yeah, fine, we may have got our guys. But she definitely said that phase the one the one who sells drugs in your apartment da da, da da and then they'll know that we also have to go raid that joint up may they free the people them that are in the locked up room may, like Lori <laughs> and the situation just needs to go down but um even if they literally never tell us about how she got bust she just needs to not come back and not affect Drew because it would just suck like you said for it to go down that really dark path and now when Ru's even sober I mean even though she wasn't sober we just don't need to see that because we've all um kind of spoken about how especially season one in comparison to season two was just far like it was so dark like it was so heavy that I just wouldn't want to see it go down that route again um so that's probably my main thing like please for the love of god may that story just die um it's a bit cliche, but, like, I like Soberu, and I want Soberu to stay. I just wonder how how they're going to be able to write it in a way that's not, like, dead or dull. Um, I think it's refreshing, obviously, now, because you've seen where Ru was before. But I just wonder, like, in terms of, eight solid episodes of a euphoria season how is that gonna look with room being sober throughout the entire eight episodes like I kind of wonder what that would look like but obviously we just have to hope that they manage to do it I definitely don't want to see her like relapse down a really dark path you know like I I don't want it to get dark but I also don't want it like for it to not be euphoria yeah you know? um that's think- yeah, that's probably what I
2: I think I don't know if you know this, but um, in the original pilot for Euphoria, Nate was meant to die. Um, at the end of the first, first episode, Nate, Nate was meant to die. So clearly it's been in their head. So I'm saying, if uh, they, clearly they're going to need something dramatic to get Jules, Rue, and all these people in the same room. And I think something like that would, like maybe the day before he's due to go to, to college or whatever, they find Nate dead or something. And it's like, ooh, you know... Clear, like I want something you know dramatic but also where Ruth can stay sober as well like it's not fun it's not fun watching her struggle with um addiction so yeah I mean I don't know how they'll write it I mean I trust Sam um what
1: what do you mean they don't know about Jules and Eight they don't know about Jules and Eight so maybe oh, something- like the other characters I, yeah yeah like so maybe something dramatic like that. that- I wonder if there's a point of killing Neroff in season three. It would be nice if he just went away and never came back. But like no, imagine no, that that's not
2: enough for me. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, but do, oh. I, only the only reason I say that is if they kill him off, I can't imagine anyone being vexed but Cassie. Like I I think we'll be so like, okay, that mm-hmm. how do we actually keep that in the story? Cassie's probably the only one that's gonna be throwing up a crying.
0: <sighs> well, well, I, I think the because, like, <laughs> off the back of this season finale, there might be fallout from obviously him snitching on his dad to the police. Jules. So obviously, and Jules is going to come up. He's going to be asked what happened between you and exactly so that's probably
1: everything it. and poor yeah, she really destroyed really. no guys this is actually bad because Jules think she destroyed the cd and i remember leo was saying i think it was last thing like the one thing about like tapes a lot of the time there's never just one copy never one
2: copy yeah.
0: <laughs> my
1: god so
2: it's gonna come it's gonna come back
0: yeah
2: because i was saying my point was basically that yeah it would be nice if that was the one copy, but at the end of the day this is a tv show Obviously, he took a copy and it's going to come out because aside from, aside from the circle, not everybody knows what happened. So there's going to be that fallout as well. I mean, plus, we need to find out where Cassie's been living and I don't...
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's homeless, here <yeah. laughs> no, It's actually really kidding me that she's homeless because I, I even wonder, like... And what's, at- funny,
2: what's funny? I think the funniest thing for me... Is she's homeless by choice? She wasn't kicked out the house. She said, "I'm moving in with my man, and there's nothing y'all can tell me." He just pulled up outside. What's going on? My man,
1: my man, my man. Your man is super
2: <laughs> He's gonna take me to Aruba, Italy, <laughs> Paris. Where, where, where? He left
0: Cuba dead.
1: And it's crazy because Rue Literally. when Rue went to see Lexi, it was after the play. So where was Cassie? Like, where is she? She's roaming the, the
0: streets. <laughs> okay. no, oh,
1: uh, no, I, I yeah. can't wait. Hopefully it's not 2024, but if it is, you, I understand. You know,
2: I've been I've been trying to find the source of this 2024 date because I've seen accounts. Yeah, well, it started a as a
1: joke, I think, because somebody said no euphoria, we're probably gonna get the next season in 2024. but but also Tom Holland
2: wants to have babies so
1: there's
2: that (laughs) who knows what's in there as the timetable is looking like
1: but even like with this season because I think it was this season episode episode five was a really hectic one wasn't it
2: oh the, the, the running man one yeah
1: yes and I think they said that that episode obviously was so heavy it took five months to film to shoot yeah but even
2: even the new year's party I think they said it took a month to film yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize how long it takes to film shows I thought it was like a day like in my head I'm like oh can't you do it in a day
1: but I think with this particular one it's going to take longer because even with the after episode five that's when she had to put out a statement that's when she posted the picture with her and Hunter like the love in between the takes and stuff like that like because I, I naturally it's a lot I mean it may not be your lived experience, but just having to embody that character and then the intensity and then the the shouting and then if you have to do many takes, it's gonna take you a while. So I I would like to think that this season, because it wasn't as dark as season one, maybe it wouldn't have maybe season one would have taken longer to film, but regardless, I mean, if there's any, if there are gonna be any more heavy scenes as well in season three, which like I said, it's euphoria at the end of the day, it may not necessarily be about Rue's relapse, but they, there's bound to be something that's a little dark, a little heavy. Um, so that being said, it's bound to take long to film, to be honest.
2: I remember thinking during like, I was like thinking about like how, as an actor, you ask questions like, about your character's frame of mind. And I'm like, I could never be an actor because you guys will ask me and I'll say, This is my nine to five. Like after this, I'm gonna hang out with my friends and do hood rat shit. Like, like I'm really not thinking about this person. So imagine if you're in a role like Ruse or like Nates, and they ask you, Oh, so like what's what's the thought process behind this? Maybe I I gotta eat. Like, listen, I'm an expensive person to take care of. Like, and you know, I gotta make money somehow. Like, so to think that this is a person who you have to put your mind well according to people you have to put your your own thoughts <laughs> into them and like kind of think about their motivations and why they're acting the way they're acting i mean like imagine being that i want to name sydney sweeney and having to describe why your character is crazy like no no i
1: think that's probably the thing about acting though like they always speak about how you know people they live for it like they wanna they become one with the character as they say so they probably feel like they can put the best performance if they feel like okay what would this character do what would i do if i were this character like pretend to be that character so i don't know how they do it like you said i think maybe it's because we don't care for it like we're not passionate about it that you i can't imagine like become one with rue bennett like how (laughs) But also that's why I'm not an actor, So yeah, kudos to them. Um, but yeah, hopefully, ultimately, just doesn't take too long because I really enjoyed the season. That's it.
2: Same here. I think they top. Se- they somehow top season one. Like this yeah. season has been. It hasn't been back to back bangers, but I think they've managed. We've kept you for his name in our mouths of all for eight weeks
1: straight. Facts. Facts. Do, do you guys um, secretly hope they'll give us like a bonus episode as well? I mean, last week no. we got Rue and Jules. Do you think no. there's anything to touch on this season? We're done with Jules. No. No, <laughs> no not obviously uh, specifically about the same character. Maybe a Rue because, I mean, it's Rue. But like... Maybe Alexi. Alexi one would be nice. <laughs> Lexi or... Like someone... But then Lexi, I
2: feel we've gotten... With the play, we've gotten a lot of Lexi. could get annoying. Maybe a Maddie. Maybe a Maddie. Yeah,
0: Maddie,
2: um, yeah. Maddie. Maddie Cassie. So you see how it was joe's Rube? Like maybe you yeah, need people who are hmm. connected somehow. But yeah, those are all my thoughts on Euphoria. I don't know about the two of you.
1: Yeah. Everything for me, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this lovely episode and you enjoyed hearing our. Our thoughts, our word vomit. I mean, we didn't really go in order of anything. It was literally just vibes. So (laughs) (laughs) hope it was still somewhat enjoyable. Please be sure to talk to us, share any thoughts you might have using the hashtag. That is realitycheckpod, R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-T-H-K-P-O-D. And that is on Twitter and Instagram. The actual handles of the accounts and pages are the exact same as the hashtag. Um, I've been Nessu.
2: I've been Leo and thanks for listening in. We've been joined by
0: IK, period. Per.
1: <laughs> Material world. Material world. Um,
0: but yeah, until next time,
1: guys. Bye.